You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jordan, your host of The Horny Housewife. And it's Masturbation May. Maybe you've already heard that. Maybe you listen to like Relationship Sex Podcast and you're like, bitch, I've heard that. And it's the end of May. So you're a little late. Well, I'm still talking about touching yourself today, specifically mutual masturbation. But I do give solo pleasure, both the men, really for the women, a good go and a good, hey, use this for this. Hey, try this, this way. So we stop doing it this way and we get more of that way. And that way, that way is good. That way is longer, better, harder, wetter. Okay. So stay tuned for that. And of course, the beginning, we will do listener questions because it wouldn't be the Horny Housewife podcast without questions from the freaky fucking family. Also, side note, I just recorded another interview recently, and I hope they don't hear this, and maybe they'll hear this, but I was so intimidated to do this interview because the dynamic of three people and me, and I did interview the swinger couple one time, remember, y'all know, and Dan and Lacey. And I try to, when I have guests on here, it be something like stories, experiences, knowledge about lifestyles I have never participated in or don't understand. Like I'm here to shoot the shit with you and I love attempting to put myself in other people's shoes and really get in their feels and go, what would their perspective, what that might look like? But I can't do it all, even though y'all really ride for these solo episodes. The amount of messages I get being like, solo, solo, please. I'm like, do y'all never want me to have a guest again? But I feel like all the guest episodes are delightful. They come at just the right time. Just when you're starting to get sick of Jordy, we bloop some other people in. Anyways, I got off track. I had this interview. I was intimidated about it. It went really well, and now I'm really excited to release it. So June 12th, I'm going to put that baby in the universe, and they were a thruple at one point. They were a triad. At one point, they were a quad. That's four of them. And now one of the females from the group is now in a monogamous relationship, and the other two are in a polyamorous relationship with other people. It is like you got to sit down and get your notebook and or just fuck the notebook, grab a glass of wine, your weed pen, and just sit in the bath, absorb it. I found it fascinating. I could go on and on, but then I'm giving the whole episode away. So yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the show. Stay in the loop. Got good shit coming. Got to make sure you're following. Share it with a friend. Follow an IG. Submit a listener question. Get in the group. Get in the click. Someone was like talking shit on one of my reels to a OG listener, and I quickly had his back. Not going to let any random passerby on the internet just 
pop their head in to be a little troll. We don't do that. The only person talking shit in this community is going to be me, okay? I will be the one to answer for my foul mouth, and I will do it with grace. Was that an oxymoron? Probably. For any of you that don't know me personally or just don't know this fact about me, I love to read. I love to read, like read, read, hold the book, read, highlight, take notes. I also love my Audible for on the go. I would say that I read more books than I listen to podcasts. And I sometimes when I'm listening, I'm like, oh, gosh, like we should have a horny housewife book club. Like we should have a book club where we could be reading a book and then one of the days on the Patreon or on TikTok Live or something, a Zoom meeting for fuck's sake. I have a Zoom membership. We could like discuss the book. I like all kinds of books, mostly nonfiction, but I'll do fiction. Naturally, I love self-help books. And I think that means that I'm constantly longing for deeper meaning in my life. (laughs) But the book I'm reading right now is called Don't Believe Everything You Think by Joseph Nugent. This is not a plug by any means. Just wanted to share it with y'all. The book I'm reading is pretty short. It could be read, listened to in two hours. So I think it would be fun. Let me know what you think. Slide in my DMs. If we did do it on the Patreon, I wouldn't take away the audio erotica. I would still upload a story every week. But yeah, just chew on that. Just chew on that. Okay, new people, don't run away. Get comfy. Got lots of episodes you're going to want to listen to. Y'all tell me y'all binge. Like once I start one, I just kind of like binge them all and then... You put the pieces together and you figure out who is this bitch and why am I now a hornier person? Why am I hornier? Good. Let it be a good thing. Before we get into the episode, before we dive into listener questions and have some like actual structure to what the fuck is going on right now, I did want to mention this because I said I was going to bring it up last week and I forgot, but I want to because it's important because I catch myself doing this and then I go, wait a second. None of it's real. Nothing's real. I don't want this to discourage you, but a lot of shit on the internet is not real. And you may go, oh, I know. I know, Jordan. I have people that write in, one specifically recently, but I get comments pretty regularly saying like, how can I have a drive like you? Or I wish that this just came naturally for me wanting sex. I My marriage is in shambles. Like We're just so fucked up and... If only, or I think sometimes people will romanticize because if someone speaks on a topic and they seem confident while talking about that topic, that people might assume what must be all just rainbows and sunshine and orgasms and butt plugs for Jordan. You get what I'm saying? Basically, the message that stood out was someone at the end of it was saying, and I'm starting to feel down because I just wish that I had a relationship like yours. Like I just can't, I can't bear this situation because I feel like I should be having something like that. Like I'm so envious of that. Well, if if you ever feel like this, you got to ask yourself, do you even know what you're jealous of? You don't know what that is. You know, very little of that. Anything you're getting outside of you, externally, through the internet, a podcast, a YouTube, a television, anything, content, right? And I, this is why I'm talking about this, because I want to be transparent and authentic with you. Now, obviously, I will keep parts of my relationship private for a number of reasons, and that is my prerogative, and I don't even have to explain myself. But I didn't have to bring this question up. I could have let whatever, but I felt like it was a wonderful opportunity to say, hey, Reminder, everybody, that that is a great example of doing the grass is greener thing to yourself. And that you can get lost in that shit. And you're not hopeless. You're not fucked. You can get out of it. But it's a mindset that when you're in, your reality becomes that where you are now longing for dwelling on romanticizing a situation that you are not in, that you have a belief that mine can't look like that. So you're longing for the other and you're unhappy and you're unsatisfied and you're discontent and you're looking at what's in front of you with the perception of, ah, this isn't it because I want something that looks like that, not this. 
and I bet your bottom dollar that, you don't feel good. And that is never going to get better. Your current reality will never get better while you're believing that it's out there for you. You have to believe that you can have that. And I know there are times, times that feel hopeless, like you don't know how to communicate it any other way. If you haven't communicated, then you haven't done anything. But I know there are times when it just feels icky. Isn't it funny how sometimes you can feel so bad and then when you, maybe you get some space, maybe you have a divine conversation with someone else. Something happens, but then you're able to come back together and then you don't feel that way after it's, whether it's resolved or the dust has settled. And maybe you're in a completely miserable situation that you need to be walking out of. Maybe you're with a completely unwilling spouse. You've gone around about it 8,700 times. You feel like you're speaking Spanish. You've gone to therapy. Hey, maybe you're the problem. I don't know y'all. The point of this is you don't really know me. You know, no one knows my husband. My husband doesn't even have social media, which I have a listener question that mentions that today. And yeah, I fucking... Praise be. But also, he like doesn't know anything about pop culture. Like, I couldn't, he had no idea the weight of Scandaval, you know, kind of things. But it's bittersweet. It's, and I would pick a man without social media any day. Let me land this plane to anybody that thinks they know what the fuck is going on. Guys, I don't have sex every day, I have sex a few times a week. And guess what? Frequency doesn't really matter for anybody. That's so like relative and there's so many factors involved. And that is it. Frequency doesn't mean you're having great sex or connecting sex or quality sex. So numbers don't mean anything. I mean, yeah, it could be a symptom of something good, like good connection, good communication, watering your marriage, being intentional about it. And hey, I'm a very intentional person. Like Derek and I, like we're going on date nights because I know that that's us watering our marriage, getting away from our kids and going overnight occasionally, making sure that happens for us, making sure we're checking in with one another. Do you know that I feel like I'm the initiator in that and I get resentful for that. That's me being a little vulnerable with you guys. But I also want to encourage you with that saying, hey, Ladies, men, don't always expect your partner to be the mind reader. It's not always going to be 50-50. I posted that little video on my stories where the woman is saying marriage is sometimes 70-30. 50-50 is not really it. 60-40. It seasons, ebbs and flows, factors of life. So do yourself a favor and don't fuck yourself in the head. It's time to get this episode going. We've got fabulous listener questions, healthy porn use, looking good while giving head, and many, many more. So here we go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for my favorite and your favorite part of the show. Listener questions. Okay, the first one. New listener here. I recently found my husband watches porn regularly. Shocked because he's pretty vanilla in the bed. I know men watch this, but how much is too much? He said that he thinks it's a normal amount. You know what? I would 
give him, I know this may shock some women, but I would give him the benefit of the doubt unless there was like literal issues in the bedroom. So from what I've gathered for the average Joe, not calling them an average Joe, but for like a guy who doesn't display addictive characteristics, I could have said that better, like an addict, like addicty behavior. Okay. That could be a destructive or, you know, something that becomes very habitual and excessive. And even for the average Joe, meaning they watch whatever in man land, I'm sure they all have a common, I don't want to, you know, overstep and talk for the men because I'm not a man. But when they jack off, which I think, guys, I'm just going to tell you, you are hurting your own sex life, even if you're doing it, if you're doing it a few times a week, I would say that that is doing more harm than good to your sex life for sure. But maybe you strongly disagree. I just think it's a bad way to simulate sex. I think it's, you're not, you should practice your foreplay. You need to practice foreplay for 10 minutes every time you watch porn. So that should be a trade-off. And I'm sure some of the guys are like happily, but don't be lazy. But yeah, I would not just don't, don't do this to yourself. Don't torture yourself. Also something I heard from, I went on the rude advice podcast and he was like, we get into certain topics that don't mean anything because I was talking about a, about a listener question where the woman was like, my husband watches this porn with, a, and she's a cougar with giant, huge, huge, huge fake tits. Like, uh, nothing like me. I look nothing like this woman. And he watches her a lot. What does this mean? And he shared with me that it means that that's what he's into right now. And then in a couple of months, he'll be really into gangbangs. And then threesomes. And then, now, what thoughts popped up in my head? They were like, you know what? This could be really bad for your brain. Desensitizing you, making you feel a little more insatiable, and feeling the need to always, like, Push it, push it, push it, which then wears on your wife who is not watching gangbangs every Wednesday. So your mind is this big old belly and you're feeding it. So I don't, I, I told you not to worry. I probably made you worry. I would not make it a thing unless, unless, because you are writing me, it's a thing where you're like, it's not adding up. We're not getting any sex. If it's really, really vanilla, what do you mean by that? And do you think maybe porn is taking away the spicy and leaving you left with vanilla. All the boys are booing me. They're like, leave the man alone. Leave the man alone. Just see how it pans out. Now you know, if I were you, what would I do if I were you? I'd be going and looking at the porn. I said, don't torture yourself. But hey, we said, if I was you, me. And I would make that porn real life for him. Obviously, you need to find ones where there's only two people this might not even exist, but you can see, get some suggestions. If you are super vanilla and this is just a whole new world, I do not want to be responsible for traumatizing you. So if you see in the titles that it could be something that jolts you, just, just close it or, you know, take a picture of it, screenshot it, make him come in with his tail tucked between his legs and explain that's toxic that was the mildly toxic advice that came out you don't need to do that part if you don't want to find shit that might hurt your feelings don't snoop but if it was me I probably would just to see like what is normal amount is a normal amount like three times a day because then we need to have a conversation if you're going to do it you're going to have to do it right so that means you're going to have to find out how much every man you know like call your dad just kidding call your brother just kidding that's weird find out all of your girlfriend's husband's porn schedule and frequency and then line them up. <laughs> or I can take a poll on my stories and be like, how much porn do you watch a week? This is better. This is better. And I'll let you know. So follow me at underscore the horny housewife podcast on Instagram. That link will be in the episode notes. So stay tuned. Question number two, I'm a 42-year-old man married for 11 years. I would like to spice things up a little bit. I have a question about using a vibrator during foreplay. What am I supposed to do 
while my wife is using the vibrator. I know I have to ask her what she wants from me, but she's never used a vibrator. At least that's what she told me. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm not sure she knows what she would want. Should I just sit back and enjoy the show and turn it into a mutual masturbation session? Or do I help out by kissing her neck, playing with her nipples, both of which she really enjoys? Thank you. Well, first off, you'll definitely should listen to the topic of today's episode because diving deep on the masturbation. But, hmm. Okay. So I think organic is going to be your best bet. Being present completely immersed into this moment. Try as hard as you can not to be future tripping, going with a plan. When I say to be intentional, it means like, why are we going into this experience? What do we hope to get out of this experience? We're scheduling this time to be intimate with one another, not to map out like, First, I'm going to bend her like this, and then I'm going to, we're going to go over here and do that. And then I think I'm going to flip like this. And I mean, it's great if you are like, oh, I can't wait. If you're talking dirty and you're telling her what you're going to do to her, please don't do it how I just said it. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be cute. But don't be in your head like nerdy vibe and, you know, making a plan. No, that's going to give you anxiety. That And then that anxiety, that energy of the anxiety, it's going to be felt. And then you're going to spiral because you're going to be thinking about how, oh, you're anxious. And then she can probably tell you're anxious. This is just one scenario. So both women can get in their head. I can, I've been in my head and you know what it does? It blocks me from climax. So I don't recommend, I recommend you being present, I know being nervous, like that's normal. Feeling anxious, totally normal. And the best way to get out of that is to tap in to yourself. What do I smell right now? What are the sensations that I'm feeling? Focus on your breath. Bring it all back to the breath. Breath work, man. Ooh, the power of the breath. Really an excellent tool to reel you back in, slow in the nose, fully, fully out the mouth until there is no mas and do it again. And you can't do five of those and tell me you're not significantly more centered. I even today before every podcast interview, I have to do like 10 deep breaths because I'm always nervous. Always. I just get nervous in certain situations. So I think when you say, hey, she likes her nipples played with kissing her neck. When you see your wife and she starts touching herself and you feel the urge, unless she's like, stay there, which that can be sexy. Like I encourage open communication. I hope you'll listen to this answer together. But I think it should just come naturally. And if you are looking at her and you are like so turned on and you want to touch your dick, maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, I just want to touch her because the Touch on me is going to just get me there that much quicker, and I am going to savor every moment of this. Do whatever you feel. If the first thought is to go touch her nipples and bring her more pleasure, I think that's a fabulous idea. Fabulous idea. I think, girlfriend with the vibe, do you. Like, don't, if you feel like reaching over with a hand and stroking him, don't do it because I recommended it. Do it because you want to start hearing him moan. You know what I mean? I think just let it play out. Don't worry about what you need to be doing and just experience. And maybe it doesn't go like a pornographic film would. You can do this activity as many times as you want. (laughs) And I assure you, you'll have different experiences each time. I do, however recommend if you're going to keep doing this to mix it up from a vibe, get another kind of toy. And there's so many toys, mix it up so that we don't, you know, get our clit used to something that your dick can't do. You mentioned she might not know what to do. Hopefully she just goes with what feels good and maybe even coming over and helping her with the vibe and ask, ask, does this feel good? Do you like it right here? Like, can I reach around here? Being soft, 
sweet, sexy, if she's really into the assertive thing, which you'll get that vibe, you'll know she'll start being rough with you and you'll get the green light that you can be a little rougher with her. Obviously, consent is important, (laughs) especially when you're doing new things vital. I often assume that if married people long term that like there should be this understanding, but that's stupid of me because there are some people that are like, dude, did you just put it in my ass? Because I'm pretty sure I did not know that was coming and it fucking hurt. So, you know, communication, importante. Those are my tips. So open mind, open heart, hard dick, let her go. She's going to love it. Touch her nipples, kiss her neck, rub her titties, hold that vibe. Slip it in, or I don't know what kind of vibe it is, but you can get creative. Have a blast. Kumbaya. Okay, moving on. Next question. Love, love, love this show. I was nosing through my husband's phone, and I found an old video of me giving head. It's not that sexy. My hair's a mess, and it's kind of shaky. I didn't know I winced so much when he knits. What country are they from? When he knits in my mouth. I want to read it differently now. Knits? Jizz? I'm going to... I don't know what's happening. I want to get myself... I have to try it again. I didn't know I winced so much when he knits in my mouth. I want to get myself put together and refilm it and really put on a show. I want to be his porn star, semen demon for this. How do I not scrunch and squint when he busts on my face? Thanks. I just sounded like Chris Lilly from fucking Summer Heights High. Okay, I don't think... Was that the origin of the word? Was that the origin? I have no idea, but Urban Dictionary, here I come. Okay, let's answer the question. Baby girl, he has this video. If it was a turn off, I don't think he'd have the video, but maybe, no, that's an untrue statement because men are like, I'm, she's sucking my dick. Like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it, okay? Because just like I said it, I know we may be like, oh, But it is that, that it's you're sucking his dick and he thinks that's fucking hot. And he's thinking about you gagging on it. He's going back to a place in his mind where he can feel the video. He, it's deja vu in the best way for him. He may even get a boner. You know what's way better than looking pretty doing a blowjob? an enthusiastic sloppy beezy that's a semen demon porn star who is just getting that dick she don't care what she looks like she doesn't care that her mascara is running down her face she doesn't care that she's gagging she doesn't care she's just going fucking at it I wish I could, but I feel like my teeth are large. Like I have large teeth. It's not making this about me. This is not about me. This is not about me. God, I try to be relatable and then she rants. So laser focused, baby. I think you're doing a fantastic fucking job. Don't worry about how you look. Suck that D. Enthusiastic wins for the boys. All the boys are cheering. They're like, yes, she's right. Enthusiastic blowjobs. Enthusiastic blowjobs. Enthusiastic blowjobs. So if you want to make sure that your makeup is on point before you're ready to get that mascara a run in, or even, hey, put on that waterproof two-faced, better than sex, and then, you know, just let it get a smoky eye with a watery eye. Let's do that. Safe face, and you're a sexy slut. I like where your head's at. Specifically, you asked, how do I not scrunch and squint? I mean... Take a deep breath, breath work, baby. Then you're going to inhale his jizz. So what I do when I know is I do try to relax my face because I think of it as a work like a canvas. So you're just going to have to be intentional. Like right now, squint your face and then relax your eyes. So when you know it's coming, make your, if you have, do you have Botox in your forehead? Then it'll just, you'll feel like your eyebrows are pushing up, but your face won't even move. If not, your eyebrows will go up, but better eyebrows up then scrunchy squint. Either way, he doesn't give a fuck. He probably giggles about it later. Every time Derek ejaculates in my mouth and then I go rinse my mouth out with water, he giggles. I swallow 90% of the time, but sometimes I will go to the sink because for TMI, I guess I'll go to the sink and spit it out and rinse my mouth and he's giggling. He's giggling, giggling, giggling back there. So rude. 
So fuck them. Okay. If you want to squint, squint. He's getting his nut. He, he didn't even know what happened. He was in a different dimension while you were squinting. So you're fine. I get it. I get it. The photo evidence, just, you know, he's going to whip his phone out. Be like, I'll hold it, baby. And just don't get your eyes in, get the mouth down. Have him like, you know, come on your face and like on your mouth and then like spit it on the camera lens, like really POV porn. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, this next question. Oh, I just reread it before I'm about to read it to y'all. And I mean, I love y'all for showing up and letting me just be me. You know, this isn't like a clinical podcast where I'm giving you like medical advice. This is like a legitimate locker room and you met a stranger and I'm like, listen up, bitches. I've got something to say. Okay. And this one's a toughie. I mean, what do you do? Okay. My wife and I have mismatched libidos. To be blunt, I have a very high sex drive and my wife is the exact opposite. I've tried many times to talk to her on what I can do, what we can do to spice up our sex life. Since before we were married, she's never been the one to initiate sex, and I just told myself it will get better. Mmm. Mmm. Boom one. Problem right there. One. Well, a marriage and two children later, two young boys, we have a very bland sex life. Our one son has special needs, so he requires some added attention. She's a stay-at-home mom, an amazing mother, and works super hard to love our boys. Oh, I'm about to go off on this one. Like, I have so much to say. But she tends to be a little too attentive attentive to them, in my opinion, and I always tell her to let them be more independent. This prevents us from having any sporadic sex, and by the end of the night, she's exhausted. We love each other very much, though, but we don't feel like a married husband and wife, and we lack intimacy. We really just feel as though we're only parenting. The lack of sex intimacy has caused me to start thinking about an affair, strictly sex purposes. I know that if we became more intimate, had sex more often, and truly desired each other more, my thoughts about an affair would be non-existent. Can you please give me some insight, advice, or words of encouragement that I can use to make some changes in my marriage? Thank you. Okay. First of all, I almost got emotional because, I mean, I feel like that this is not just this guy. This is so many other people feel this, and from the standpoint of having kids, <clears throat> my stepson is... 13. My husband and I's son is six. I really don't talk about my personal life and like that kind of stuff and them and that, like my stepson, that's just not something I'm bringing here. But I will tell you that, you know, I am a boy mom for sure. And that I interact with women who have kids, you know, my age. And then moms that are older than me that have older kids and they're, you know, making their way through high school. Some women I know are sending their kids off to college right now. And it's so interesting seeing all the points uh, their marriages are in and the ones that are together. And there are some specifically that I just think they're like, oh, they're such a sexy couple. Like they seem like, you know, they're still fucking and like having fun while they're fucking kind of thing. I find that admirable. I even think my own parents, my mother, rest in peace, she was a very sexual person. And I mean, I know that I found evidence, unfortunately, but I just know that she, you know, pursued my dad in that way. And they were cute. They dated each other. They, you could see that they very much loved each other and they weren't just like for us. And I know as their daughter, I saw that it wasn't always, there was bad years too. There were hard times too. There were transitions too. There were seasons. And then when you get through them, you look back and you're like, oh, you're like, I'm so grateful to have made it through that season on the other end with the people that I love and care about the most. Ugh, why am I going to cry? And little kid season. So many people say the season when your kids are just, you know, kind of bleed you out, honestly, and you're giving, giving, giving and what your life looks like and what your reality is, if you're, especially if you're a good parent, especially if you're like, I really am trying to be uh, present and break generational cycles that don't serve my family or my child's future, you know, take care of myself, do my own work. And then, oh, us, like your relationship and your marriage, 
you know, doesn't look like what it looked like before kids. And now you're in this situation where all these decisions and you're like judging them for how they do it. And it's, there's, there's so much I could go on and on and on and on. But the point is, is making it through these times that don't seem as easy or they seem like a lot harder. You feel on totally different pages. You feel disconnected you don't feel sexy and the sparks flying and you're doing all this teammate shit, but there's no like romantic or you as a couple shit. You're starting to notice other people. You kind of like getting attention. This could go there. This could go there. You open these doors. You open those doors. You need sex. You're a man. You're human. This need isn't being met. Like this is how the story, I mean, millions of you have that story. Okay, but let's let's go back to this specific listener question. And in the beginning, you said that you have a mismatched libido and you said that you've known this since the very beginning. So I can't help but be like, guys, if you openly sign up and you just think I will get better. Do you know how many divorces people get divorced and they say that before they were married, they knew that. X and Y was an issue and X and Y is why they're getting divorced because it didn't get better, probably got worse. And that is the truth. And that is why a lot of people break up. But I think before you make a decision that could have so much destruction and would hurt, you're not just cheating on your wife, you're cheating on your family. You're choosing instead of saying, hey, this relationship, like, it's not going to pan out, which I do not think you know the answer to that question. You do not know the answer yet. And we will get to how you could definitely find out some more answers. I do not think your marriage and your family is hopeless whatsoever. But if you make the decision that you need to serve a physical need, which go watch porn, like, sorry, I just think to, to jump right to the person without trying some things first is is selfish. It is. I know it happens all the time. Sorry, I'm not like the cheat popo, but I'm just calling it what it is. Okay. So you said you've tried to talk to her many times, but what she can do to spice it up? What is the, what is she bringing? Is she angry? Is she resentful? You say that she's exhausted. You know, this is a season. It won't be like this forever. It won't. I don't know how brutally honest you've been in the conversation. I would get very specific and intentional about planning time for you as a couple to get away, to get out, to create the atmosphere where intimacy can thrive. You know why you want an affair. It is strictly sex. You know that. You probably emotionally, I don't know if you emotionally have your wife, but you know you're taking care of and you know, a lot of the boxes are checked. It's the sex and it's the connection outside of running the home. So you wouldn't take your affair date, your mistress to Chucky or out to dinner with the fam. You'd go somewhere and you'd set the mood. So set the mood for your wife. I won't sugarcoat it. From what you've explained, you have a lot on your fucking plate. And it sounds like your wife does a fucking lot raising a special needs son, stay-at-home mom life. I lived it for a long time and I work now, but guess what? I work from fucking home and I'm around our children quite often. I'm an Uber, I'm a chef, I'm a lot of things and it's exhausting and it's overstimulating. And at the end of the day, you can be so, 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 so tired. But guess what? I have to be intentional and it doesn't always come easy and you have to get creative. Maybe it's the morning time is the best time because you know your kids are going to wake up, they'll eat and then they can watch some morning cartoons or go outside and shoot the basketball and you could lay in a little bit and sleep in with your man and fuck him and then start the day both freshly fucked. If you're not on the same page and if you're both not willing and wanting to up level, then, you know, th that won't happen. I'm assuming it'll take a, a conversation that is uncomfortable. And the thing is, is if you push all these problems to the side and if you just like, you know, but you could, you could buckle in and ride the season through, but there's going to be these like big fucking carpet speed bumps or shit going on on the side. You need to know what your wife's thinking, how she's feeling, what, say, you know, I've noticed, 
you know, you're, you do so much and you must be so tired and exhausted. And I'm sure sex is the last thing on your mind sometimes kind of like maybe validate, validate, poke, prod, and like put yourself in her shoes to see more. Maybe she'll correct you. Maybe she'll go, you know, I feel so bad about this. So many women say they feel so bad because they know their husband has needs and they're just like, feel like blobs and pieces of shit at the end of the day. Get this conversation going. So it can be acknowledged and out there so there can get some momentum going because she needs to know where you're at. And I mean, that to me, that means saying like, hey, you know what? I've been noticing like my eyes wandering more and just being like the kind of guy that like I've never been and I never want to be. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, I really miss being intimate. And I feel like my wife, the woman that I'm supposed to be having this time with, I just feel like I lost her a little bit. And I feel like it's so unfair to say this, ask this, because I know you're raising our children. But there's got to be a way that we can carve time, make time, weekly time. Shit, I feel like you could twice a week carve out an hour where it is for you to connect. And some of that time, I say you always be naked during it. Some of that time may not end up being sex. Maybe it's a massage. Maybe it's a movie and a massage. Maybe it's a conversation. And then I hope that a lot of it leads to fondling each other's private parts. But say, you need to do that for y'all. And when the kids get older, when circumstances change, or you have more help, or things are just going easier, where maybe more time is now available for y'all, maybe at that time it'll look different. But for now, it'll look like this to get you through to that other side. You're going to have to do something to supplement for the intimacy you're not able to have right now because of A, B, and C. And it won't be forever. It won't be forever. This too shall pass. But it's when you think like, oh, I could just, you know, go fuck this hot girl. And then I could do that. Like you can't, that, that doesn't ever work out like that. Okay. I promise you're not going to feel good about yourself. Uh, women fucking, they got this intuition, man. It would crush. It would just fuck everything up. It'd fuck everything up. So I think you, I would rather literally you walk over and tell you want to stick your dick in another girl than you go do it and blindside her. Don't do that, okay? Whoa, I went on for that one. If you'll have a listener question to hit me with, go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and scroll down or click on the left side, ask anonymously, ask me what you want, or go to my social media, Instagram at underscore the horny housewife pod and DM me. Make sure to follow, duh. Everything we discussed today will be in the episode notes, like my socials, the Patreon links if I talk about anything. And people often ask like, how do I, how can I support the podcast? Like, how can we show our love for the show? And that is just by following subscribing, listening through the ads. That is easy. All of all three of those things are free to do and help me as a creator, a podcaster so, so, so much. So I am forever grateful for you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So like I said, it's masturbation May. What it do? This is very on brand. And I vote masturbation being one of the best tools to just get out of a funk, find yourself, find some clarity, manifest, release. It does a lot of beautiful things and it really aids in being in touch with yourself. And for women, especially, I can speak because I'm a woman, but as a woman, I find it to be very empowering, freeing, and I feel in control. So maybe as a control freak, I just like need that shit. 
and I'm able to learn more about my body. I'm able to feel in tune with my body as I stay connected and intentional with my masturbation practice. I actually have taken many courses on solo play, partnered solo play, solo vulva owner play, uneducated. I recently watched the mutual masturbation course, did that for the second time, and I highly recommend. I've already briefly mentioned them and shared with you my code to get you in there for free. You can see it all for free for 24 hours and then decide uh, it's worth it, totally worth it. But the course Mutual Masturbation was super cool because they offer a guided meditation for both men, for a penis owner, and a vulva owner. And it's so much more than just like how sometimes we go to masturbate and it's just we're racing to the finish line. Guys, you're guilty of this more. Just going and cleaning the pipes for whatever reason. I mean, maybe you need to get it out because you're you know, about to come jizz your pants and you want to be able to go longer. Or maybe you're really anxious, irritable, stressed, discontent, and you know you're not getting any tonight. You're in the shower and you just stroked your dick one too many times and oh boy, here we go. Or you're in the mood to watch porn. What I don't know. For women, I feel like release, getting horny, bothered, enjoying it. It's fun. I love it. I'm home alone too much. <laughs> These are my reasons. I read the erotica and upload on my Patreon and then I'm like hot and bothered. So many reasons. Uh, I do think maybe guys and girls reasons can be different, but I think... Gosh, I wish that both of us used it more intentionally as a learning tool. Like, guys, I've had episodes where I talked about men, if they simulated masturbation in the way they had sex, that this could be a great way to last longer versus being sitting upright by the computer with headphones on and lotion. I mean, uber lube, duh. If you're using lotion then we need you to grow up. We collectively need you to up-level because that's some low-vibe shit. Now, moving it from solo to partnered, I mean, mutual masturbation is so fucking underrated. So underrated. You're able to be in charge of your own pleasure, okay? We're guaranteeing everybody an orgasm here, essentially. And you get to enjoy the visual, which so many men are visual creatures, and as well as women, because it's fucking hot. Got some mirrors involved. Get the angles. Y'all can be draped on top of one another. You can use their body as a sex toy, as like something to use to grind your clit against. I am a well-known leg humper. I can't believe I just said that. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I think there are other leg humpers out there. I know there are because they have come forward. Should we make a leg humpers group? Leg humpers anonymous. JK, but that is funny. But use their body. Drape over or have like in the Beducated video, it was so hot. She was like laying and her knees were to the side and his legs were draped open. But he's stroking his dick and the tip of his hands, like as he's stroking up, are touching her hands, rubbing her clit. And so they're just so intertwined, but they're intentionally, they're not going to move to fucking each other. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to continue to pleasure themselves in the way they like to be touched. And girls, like, I encourage you to like, you can get off your back and you can finger yourself wildly. I know we could get, if you're a people pleaser like me, it could turn performatory. I urge you to touch yourself in the way you like to be touched. What feels good and get lost in that because I already know it's hot. I already know it's hot. And guys, my tip to you, don't be afraid to make some noise. We love when you make noise. When guys moan, oh God. Baby ladybug hatches, something special, a unicorn gives birth, something. It doesn't go unnoticed and it's very enjoyable. Just like men, you love an enthusiastic or you like when you feel the interest there, someone who is clearly enjoying the time. 
it goes both ways. It goes both ways. And with that, I'll also say, in case there's any like chads, that it can go both ways as far as like a little too vocal. Have you ever turned on porn and you're just like, you know she's too vocal when you want to tell her to like shut up? Like, like shut up. You know what I mean? And I feel like I haven't seen a a bad, an over vocal woman in porn in a really long time. But I have. I have. Just a little too theatrical. Like, okay, stop. He's buying it, but is he or is he like on meth? And this is like hour nine. I don't know. But there are also guys that are just like, yeah, give it to me, baby. Yeah, you like that? Huh? You like, say you love me. Yeah, say you love me. Like, no. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. So if any of you guys do that, I'm sorry I wasn't mocking you. I was kind of mocking you. But guess what? That's fixable. You can just stop doing that. And we like dirty talk. Dirty talk, like whisper the dirty talk or say it clearly, assertively. Don't be like hyperventilating whilst frantically jackhammering as beads of sweat are dropping into her mouth one time. I said the wrong person's name during sex. So, I mean, everybody's fucked up and done something that wasn't cute. So, luckily, I wasn't dating either of them. So, my B. My B. How is any of this related to masturbation? I don't know, but it was funny, and it was both entertaining and informative. It was about being vocal. Yes, vocal while you're mutually masturbating. You can get creative, and I think that could just be your homework. A mutual masturbation session where you are laying next to each other intertwined that doesn't lead to sex. This is almost like a challenge. Do you accept the challenge? We won the challenge. But it's fun and it's different and it's mixing it up. And then, I mean, who knows? Maybe there will be more than one round. Maybe like you do it until she comes and then you just like get up in her. A suggestion. You failed the homework, but you had fun. <laughs> but you had fun. I want to mention those meditations that Beducated provided because what about the people who are like, this all sounds so much fun, and I've got more fun tips too coming, but I feel like I'm not ready to do that. I feel like I need practice like solo on my own. So those meditations, I feel like are the perfect way. And if you don't have it, whatever, like go in your room and put some calm music on and get Zen with it, get creative, but find a resource. I think that you could educate yourself on the topic more. So you're going in with intent, bring a toy, whatever arouses you. If you want to use your imagination, if you want to use erotica, if you want to watch porn, maybe you want to add a substance. Maybe you want to smoke a little weed. Maybe you want to roll ball. Just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, but no, I think setting some time I'm a stay-at-home mom right before I go. And like, you know, I know I'm about to go do my errands, school pickup. My day's done. I'm going to be needed, making food, cleaning the rest of the day. Might slip in some time for me. Slip in some time for me. And instead of it being a race to the finish line, time willing, but being intentional about this, allots you that time for it to be about my pleasure Maybe trying something new, stimulating a new area. Maybe really getting myself aroused way before I touch my genitals with touch. Around my nipples, around my inner thighs, around my ears. Like everyone has different erogenous zones. So this will be a great opportunity to learn more about your body and then information to share with your partner to get in on this fun. And then once you start feeling your groove in your masturbation game and you don't have anyone to, you know, impress, this is not a performance. This is pleasure focused and take your time and see what happens and see what positions you get and see how you start fucking yourself. Like, let's just say it like that. I promise you, if you have hot sex with your person, you can have hot sex alone. You can have hot sex alone. It's you, baby. 
It's you. Y'all make magic, but you can make magic too. I promise. Ladies, I think this will be such a confidence booster too. I know it will be. When you become in tune with what that pussy does, (laughs) you will radiate at a higher frequency. And hey, have grace on yourself. Sometimes ebb and flow. Sometimes seasons. Sometimes we don't feel great. Sometimes we feel depressed. Sometimes we don't feel horny. Do you know there are times I've had to make myself masturbate, make myself. And do you know, I've never left the situation being like really, really mad that I made myself do it. Maybe I learned something. Maybe it was an orgasm that was like really short or stunted, but it was still time that I spent on myself. I don't know why I'm going to sound so biased, but I do feel like it's so different for men and women. But I feel like there's just been this stereotype or stigma around men and masturbation and always being associated with porn and being so climax focused. But I think, you know, I'm giving you an opportunity to reframe that, have a new mindset around it and enjoying it together. Maybe you, a man listening, realizing you need to cut back on the porn usage and maybe mutual masturbation could be a great fucking thing to add to your sex life, a way to zest it up. Now, bouncing back to the homework, when you mutually masturbate, This is a great way to view the way your partner likes to be touched. Maybe none of this will be new information. Maybe this will just be a nice experience and be something hot or just something you haven't done done in a while. You're usually just always getting right to the P and the V. But hey, maybe you do pick up on, oh, she she taps there for quite some while, or she goes in between around the clit before the clit, or she rubs up on the clit, or she's putting fingers in, or she's putting a finger in her asshole, and she's using the other hand to grind her clit. She's rubbing up on my leg and fingering her butt. I'm just really going for it here. You may notice that he pushes his dick down on it while he strokes and pulls at the tip or he cups his balls or maybe his fingers are getting dangerously close to his brown starfish and you're like, okay, I think he likes this shit. So you're learning. It's a gift. It's a gift of knowledge, an unspoken word because you and I both know that if it was like, hey, go get off as quick as you can, everyone would know what to what they were going to think about, look at, touch and how and just to get that right out okay we know we know we know now take away the the cum thought the climax thoughts okay take away the the titty smashing sandwich the male male female take away you thinking of your man fucking a random girl I know you girls hey they I just want you to get in tune with your body and let me know how it goes. Follow up with me. Share with me. Did you have a really great experience? Was there a hump you had to get over? Was it kind of awkward, but you learned this or you took the educated course? They have you do a solo style first. There's like a little segments to get you to partner play. And you know, the teacher, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He wants you to feel all the feels, the good, the bad to get to the end. And it looks very, very hot because you definitely get the vid. It's a video platform. So, and they're showing you while they're teaching you. So if you're interested in that, I will put the course in the episode notes. I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. Share the show with a friend. I appreciate y'all listening so much. My plate has, it's like Thanksgiving and it's just so full. Like all the food is touching and it's heavy, but you know what? I look down at it and I go, oh my God, fuck yeah. That was loud. Sorry, headphone users. But It's a lot and I got to chip through it and I got to take baby bites and chew because if not, I might throw it all up back onto the plate and ruin it and then I got to refill it. So I love you. Thank you for supporting me. I'm here. I will be back here next Monday. Always and forever. Mondays are our day. Mondays don't make me sad anymore. We got the horny housewife every fucking Monday. See you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.